Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Are we recording? Oh. What is that? That's the... Uh Omega Speedmaster Chrono Chime. The chrono sound time. of complication. The sound of complication. Yeah, I like that. Welcome, Welcome uh, guys, uh, podcast number 153. Uh, we did some traveling this week and we have uh, quite some novelties uh, to discuss with you. Some are hot off the press, mm -hmm. some are maybe a bit older, mm -hmm. but all are really attractive and worth mentioning. Uh, we have Baume Mercier, we have Tissot. We spent uh, a day at Glashütte, Original. Yeah. No real novelties here because we already discussed. Sure. And of course, Omega. Yes. They stunned with uh, combining split-second chronographs. With nobody knew. With military pieces. Nobody knew. Absolutely nobody knew. And I bought myself a reverso. Congratulations. Very, very with nice the right watch. strap. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the right strap now. Yeah, but that's a very grown-up watch. It's a grown-up watch. Yeah. It's a watch you have to earn in terms of uh, your age. And pay. And oh, pay. <laughs> just only earn. Yeah. Okay. Nope. That's a lot on the table here. Uh, where do you want to begin? You want to begin with the Tissot? Let's start with the Tissot. Yeah. Tissot is a brand that has a huge history. And actually, this summer, I started to really dive into the brand. And what stunned me is, of course, the, 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 the ongoing series of beautiful watches mm -hmm. on a very affordable price level, but also their commitment to sports. They, I was lucky to be their guest at the Tour de France this year in Copenhagen. And they uh, are known for that. They are the sports timekeeper for uh, cycling, for NBA basketball, for uh, motorsports. You see Tissot everywhere. And basically, this is a, a reiteration of the watch in 1938 that yeah. started it all yeah. in yeah. terms of sports timekeeping. It's funny because I just picked it up from the HQ here in, uh, in Denmark. I've seen pictures uh, on online of the watch, and I'm, you know, I'm super impressed. Uh, the whole chronograph—it's it's a large watch. It's 42 millimeters. Uh, but when I looked at it, when you look at a uh, at a vintage-inspired chronograph these days, you think Fernamari, you think uh, Moncha, you think these uh, mecha quartz Chinese movement micro brands, uh, yeah. micro brands, yeah. and then you get a Tissot with an ETA or Valjou inside, um, resembling the 1938 version, and you go, is this really 2,000 euros? And you think it's kind of expensive. But I think it's, it's also a hefty price for a Tissot. It is, it is. Tissot is, is, of course, there are more Tissots in the 2,000 euro price range. And I think, I, I, I tend to agree with you. On the other hand, Regardless of the micro brands and the mega quartz, it's in itself it's is a good proposition. Mm -hmm. It is it is vintage looking. We had a pre-discussion a bit about the size. Forty-two is mm. is big, and uh, but I tend to like it anyway because should that have been a thirty-eight or thirty-nine, in my opinion, it would have been a real copy 
replica, if you will, of the vintage one. Now it has this contemporary look purely by having a contemporary size. So, yep. um, good looking watch. Good looking watch. The, the railroads, uh, railroad indices. Um, it, uh, if you if you're in the market for a true vintage inspired uh, chronograph with a very decent Fosu movement, this is the one. Yeah. I had a friend who broke his T-Touch and um, you can't get parts for that no more. No. So Tissou said like, why don't we offer you a new watch? And he asked me, what should I choose? And then I said, maybe you should have a mechanical watch next time. Because like, which one? And that's a, that's a good collection going on at Tissou with mechanical watches. But this one, resembling the 1938, which I guess was the beginning of the sport relations within Tissot. It was um, it was the start of sports timekeeping by yeah, them yeah. Uh, in back in 1938. Yeah. So that's a, that's a that's a great alternative. 2,000 euros, 42 millimeters, great valshu, so it's a groove movement inside, great uh, visibility of the movement on the on the case back, great box sapphire glass on the top, quaint pushes. Not so fond about this nearly crown, but I guess it resembles the original. It's a matter of taste. Yeah. I, I, I'm not too fond of it either. Mm -hmm. I, I, I would like to, to, to see a different crown, but that's, that's just me. And, yeah. and it's, a, it's a cool watch. Yeah. What, do uh, we think the, what do we think about the strap? Would you change it? Not necessarily. Okay. You? Don't know. Uh, I just really okay. like the watch. Yeah. I really like the watch. Let's move to a brand and a watch that is already with us a bit longer. Yes. Uh, we know that Beaumont-Marché, that's what we're talking about. The Riviera mm -hmm. is, is, we might say, their iconic timepiece launched in 1972. Mm. That was, in my opinion, the 70s were the breakthrough years in terms of watch design. Was the Riviera born in 1972? 1972. Oh, yes. I thought it was later on. No, that was it. It was launched later on, but the design is from 1972. Okay, all right. Okay. Uh, then uh, it was reinstalled quite recently uh, with several iterations, and I think they're doing fine with with the watch. And now this is the time only they launched this year the Moonface. Yeah, but it's 43 millimeters. It's huge. It's huge. It's and huge. it's a 5,000 euro watch. Yeah. On strap. Yeah. A little more on bracelet. It's a group movement inside the Palmetto. I think you can find it in Panerai as well. Uh, so it's a proven uh, great movement. I have a Riviera myself uh, with a Balmatic inside, five days power reserve. Great automatic, great entry level. But when we talk 5,000 euro watches, mm -hmm. this is a luxury watch. It is a luxury watch. And of course, if you tick the boxes, if you check the movement, mm -hmm. the, the, what you say, the group movement, the Balmatic, mm -hmm. you check uh, the, the, the looks, you check the design. Technically, it's worth it. The question is, do we allow ourselves to accept Beaumont Marché uh, uh, presenting a 5,000 euro watch? I like the addition of a moon face. And it's funny because you see uh, on several ladies' watches, a moon face because yeah. it's it's uh, perceived as a feminine complication, a poetic complication, if you like, which I think is a lot of pull. It's it's a great uh, compilation, uh, but also it's a compilation that I rarely set. No, me neither. I have an AMPM uh, indicator on this wonderful reverso. Uh, that makes sense. Is it night? Is it day? Uh, but the position of the moon couldn't care less. I'm not a diver. 
Uh, I'm not depending on tides of the water. Uh, I don't howl at the moon when it's full. And my eyebrows, they don't mono. Uh, <laughs> but the thing is with I'm the moon face, into... if, if, if you have to set it, you have to, to work for it. You have to find the exact... You pick up your iPhone. Yeah, it's not you, like setting the you, time. And you Google current moon face. And you set your watch after that. <laughs> okay, but uh, again, we also have here, this is the time only. That's it's a 42 millimeter. That's a strikingly great looking watch. It's slightly smaller. Yeah. It is, uh, what I do like is the, 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 the case combined with the rubber strap. Yeah. I would take this one over the bracelet. I uh, would totally uh, do that. Personally. Mm -hmm. And then I think th this is, this is less than, than, than 5,000, right? Because it's a non-moon face, but. It's a, is it Celita inside, right? Yeah. I think it is. Yeah. But. Anyway, if you look at the, the, the details, look at how, um, you know, you, you, you have a decoration on, uh, on the sapphire crystal. And where the date is, there's no decoration on the, on the blue sapphire uh, crystal. That, does, that is the dial of this great watch. Yeah. There's some creativity, and I think one of my favorites from, uh, from Balmachie at Watches and Wonders 2022 was the coastline. I know. That is a brilliant. <laughs> Probably you would say it's a lady's watch. It's the 36 millimeter, um, or maybe it's 34. Anyway, it's a, it's a smaller Riviera, but the cool thing is it's diamond set. And the, the it's basically, it's the coastline of the Riviera, yeah. which this brilliant series is named after. I think that's super creative. That's super creative. So it also, you know, the stones go from, from the case into the dial, and it's just a cool watch, yeah. cool thinking. We met the guy who designed it, and he was so humble. He was like, thank you, you really like it. Like, yeah. I think it's brilliant. Yeah, yeah, I agree, I agree. And what what I think could be a way to go for brands like Bon & Marché mm -hmm. is to have that touch of contemporary RD thinking mm -hmm into your watches, not mm -hmm. only for limited edition, but in general. This is, this is good looking, it's great, uh, um, and, but it's, uh, um, it's also very serious, if you will. And that touch, what you, what you described with, the, with the, the, the coastline of the Riviera put into it, that makes a smile and that gives the watch a story. Is it a, a very waspy watch, you think? What is waspy? Is it uh, is it the, the you know the 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 forty something white male, in in white pants uh, with a little drink, at the beach club? Has the brand become that, or is it, is it a more versatile brand? I think? think it's more versatile, but of course the the Riviera uh, line has that Riviera touch. That's mm -hmm. what they try to do. A mm. bit more cosmopolitan, mm. a bit more the, the, the good lifestyle, as you mentioned, with mm. the white pants. Mm. I don't think the brand is like that, but I do think that the Riviera is like that. Um, when the Hampton was introduced in Japan, they did not have a great luck with that line. Uh, they showed a happy American family uh, fishing by the ocean. In the Hamptons. In the Hamptons. Which, yeah. of course, is a super luxurious uh, place in, uh, outside New York, yeah. uh, where, where rich people uh, go to, to holiday. But it didn't sell well because the Japanese perceived that advertising campaign as they were so poor that they had to fish for food. <laughs> they didn't Google the Hamptons, probably. No. And I think a good idea in the US is not 
always a good idea in Asia yeah. or yeah. Japan. Makes so sense. you have to, to rethink uh, how you communicate it. But personally, I like the simplicity of the moon phase of the Riviera. That's the only complication besides uh, showing time. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's, it's good looking. You know, the, the date is, is uh, integrated in the moon phase uh, indicator down here. And I think it's, it's just a really simple it's simple. It's consistent. Two complications, yeah. date and moon phase. Yeah. You don't need anything else. Would have been, would it, would this have been a cool watch with a small seconds, for instance, and no moon phase? Could you see this as a small second instead of a moon phase and a date? I could see it, but I'm not sure if it would make the difference. I like the moon phase thing. Mm. It, 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 uh, and I, yeah, I like it. Do you see it as a poetic complication? Oh, you just explained it to me that mm -hmm. it appeals to women. Mm -hmm. uh, it well, is. Are, I don't know if it does, but it—it uh, it is. It—it it could be a bit of a romantic complication, mm -hmm. yes, because okay. it's not so much focused on, on on technology, on the mechanics, on on how complicated it is to create. It is appealing to something broader, something out of this world, mm -hmm. and that is of course very attractive and very appealing. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. To many people. So in itself, I'm, I'm a fan of the moon phase complication. Yeah. Um, so and that's... By the way, quick set. Yeah, quick set. Right, look at that. Sorry, not quick set. Quick change of from uh, strap to, uh, to bracelet or the odd way around. And what did you change, by the way? You just turned it around? No, I just huh? I just took it off. Okay. I was just wondering if, if I had to lift it or if I had to pull it down. I have to pull it down. That's quite nice. Okay, resume. The Bomber Maché Riviera, uh, Riviera with uh, moon face is available in uh, on bracelets and mm -hmm. on rubber strap, 43 mm -hmm. millimeters, uh, in-house movement, the Bometic, and or in-group movement and priced around 5,000 euros. Mm -hmm. uh, a cool watch. Yeah. Well, if you think of it, because we thought, wow, 5,000 for, uh, for Valmaché is, is quite expensive, but, you know, it has a moon phase. It has a date, date and moon phase, and uh, I don't know, shouldn't it be, shouldn't, is, is that not the right price? Like With I said. five-day power reserve. Like I said, technically, and, and, and when you, with your mind, it adds up and you see where the value comes from. Um, the, the, the question is, can you adapt mentally to uh, this price for Brom and Maché? And that depends from person to person. What I like, it doesn't say five days on the dial. It says on the rotor. On the rotor. So you have to turn it back. So there's a, somewhat of a simplicity and a purity of the dial yeah. with just the two complications. Uh, date and moon phase besides showing time. I think that I like it. Would I like it better in, in 40 or 41? Yeah, I probably would. Uh, I, I tend to go a little smaller these days. Yeah, me too. I think 40 is a, is a sweet spot for me. But again, it all depends on how you look at the watch at your wrist.
Okay, let's, anyway. let's move to Omega. Yeah. We don't have the Omegas in our hand, but they went berserk on, <laughs> on high-end uh, watchmaking. Yeah. Uh, Split-second chronograph combined with a minute repeater. And that's so quite something. Speedmaster Chime. Yeah. Not Speedmaster Time. I like that. So what I like about the watch, uh, we all like the Speedmaster. Of course we do. And since 1957, it's been one of the most uh, best-known chronograph watches ever made. It was the first watch with an outer tachymeter. So it was made for speed. Of course, it became the moon watch yeah. during the 60s. And it was the first watch on the moon in 1969. Yeah. Now, fast forward, we're not going to mention Moon's Watch. No. Nope. That would be rude, right? No. Nope. When you think about the Speedmaster Chime, Setna Rose Gold, 45 millimeters, a gorgeous uh, minute repeater that chimes the chronograph. And I read it had 13 patents. 13. 13. But there's a relationship with this movement and the group colleague Blaupang. Mm hmm. Uh, which I think is charming. We actually talked to uh, to Roland, who is CEO of uh, Glasruit Original. He wasn't aware about the launch, but we showed it to him, and he was deeply impressed. He himself worked many years with Blancpain. Yeah. And Brigitte as well. Yeah. So he knows his watch group. He knows every single brand very well. But even to him, that launch had been kept secret. Usually, you know, we get a hint from people we know in the industry, but this time, it was a complete I had secret. no idea. No. And I like it because with, with the importance of Omega as a brand mm -hmm. and, the, and the Speedmaster as a watch, mm -hmm. we sometimes tend to oversee how they are doing in, in complexity, in complicated mm -hmm. watches. They yeah. have a huge history. These two watches that are presented are now are, are showing that. The minute repeater, split second, both are not novelties to Omega, not at all. They have a big history in making these kind of complications. And by the way, mini repeaters? Yeah, they did as well. Yeah. They have a great history in mini repeaters. They made really mini repeaters. Yeah. But that's many, many years ago. Yeah. But that's why the, why the reference is to, what is it, 1932? 1932. 19, yeah, yeah. The Olympic 1932 chrono yeah. chime. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I see it uh, even in the 19th century, they already had a minute repeater. So it is something that comes with the brand and the brand's huge history. So yeah, I never knew of a. Omega menu repeater. Never heard of it before. Okay. Heard of it before. That's funny. That's P pun very much intended. That's super Sorry funny. about that. Yeah, what do you think of it? Is I love it. it. Yeah. I, I think it's absolutely brilliant. And, and I, I do appreciate Omega doing this after being the guys with the moon swatch. I appreciate that they are doing this because if we look at colleagues in the industry, here's a new model. Well, it's not a new model. It's just another color dial. So it's a huge, huge leap for mankind. <laughs> it's a huge leap for mankind. <laughs> Sorry no, about but that, thing is, Mr. Armstrong. But no, no, no. I, I think I love that Omega takes the, you know, the, the, they put the balls onto the, to the frying pan and come up with something completely different from any colleague in the, in the industry. Uh, and they come up with a surprising model uh, and I think uh, Reynold Ashleyman, the CEO of, uh, of Omega, he says, oh, I already have a 10-year waiting list on this one. But we had a discussion in the plane yesterday mm -hmm. about uh, is, it, is it possible that a brand can 
be uh, trustworthy and can be, be uh, believed in having such a broad range of watches mm -hmm. from having a 240 Swiss franc, what is it, uh, a Moon's watch mm -hmm. to a watch that probably goes in the hundreds of thousands of euros. So half a million Swiss? Yeah, something like probably. that. At least I it's, it's the on, the, on, the, on the very high end. Um, my claim is if your brand is strong enough, mm -hmm. you can. And of course you need to do it properly, but it's I, I compared it to, to Mercedes-Benz. They're offering oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. off-the-shelf uh, 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 cars to go uh, to the grocery store, or they even had the smart, the, the, uh, the smart cars. And they have ultra-luxury, super-hypercars for in the millions. And both are solid products in their own right. They are able to do it. I, I see Omega a bit as the same brand. I think what I really like about this is they used uh, the Speedmaster to do this. You know, it's a sports watch, yeah. you know, a sports yeah. watch <laughs> with a chronograph and chime, the possibility of chiming the chronograph. I think it's brilliant. It's brilliant. I, I, I love it. And it's so unexpected. It's so uber luxurious. It's so not at all Omega, which the moon swatch isn't either. No. So I think Reynolds is one of the brave guys in the industry. These Congratulations, Reynolds. Good on you. I'm going to check on the 13 patents because I haven't studied it, but uh, I probably will be even more impressed when I come out of that study. Yep. But for now, kudos. Uh, yep. So we had Omega, we mm -hmm. had Beaume and Mercier, we mm -hmm. started with Tissot. Mm -hmm. uh, anything else for this week? This reverso, what I like about it, this was made for the 70th anniversary in 2001. Yeah. See, it didn't come out until 2002 because uh, it took five years to complete the the movement, movement. inside. The movement is is 18 karat gold, so it's a heavy watch. Um, it was the first reverso to to have a big date. Yeah. Which we know from Lange, for instance, which uh, back in the days, uh, IWC, Chesley uh, Kultra, and Lange, that was a group onto mm -hmm. Gunter Blumlein. Yeah. So yeah, in yeah. 2000, the three brands were sold to Richemont for. Enormous amount of money. I think it sh it, it shook the, the 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 industry. It was a billion billion Swiss francs. Billion Swiss. Um, and of course, today it was not at all a bad deal. Not See what I like about it. What was that wonderful Hermes uh, where you can push a button and the hands just go somewhere somewhere odd? You can't tell time. Time suspendu or suspendu. See, I realized because we were in Munich with uh, Kalef Bukor and. Uh, I didn't know. I didn't want to know about the time uh, because we, we had to do some recordings for about two hours, and there was no watch around that was on time because we had to set them to ten past ten all the time. Yeah. And I just turned it around, and this is not a um, this is not a reverse duo, so you don't have anything on the reverse side except for this beautiful gold movement. And walking around with the watch like this, I didn't know what time it was at all, and I didn't care, but I appreciated. The movement, this gorgeous movement. There's no movement uh, uh, holder. Uh, it's it's made for the for the shape of the watch, and it's just simply gorgeous. It has an eight-day power reserve, AM, PM uh, um, indicator, and it, it's you know the big date. It's a cool ass watch. Looking at this, you couldn't care less about time. No, it reminds me of another watch that has actually a pinball pinball game. 
It's an old lance. That's old lance. That's old lance. They launched a watch. There is no movement at all. <laughs> it's only pinballing, <laughs> and it was such is a fun it, thing. Is it pinball or is it that that uh, labyrinth uh, where you have to do like this? I think with they the did too. Yeah, you're right. It, yeah. it was this this this, this uh, balancing thing. But yeah. it, at least uh, it takes you. It keeps you off the street without uh, <laughs> spending too much time yeah. on telling time. Also, yesterday I I went to the retailer who actually sold this watch in 2005. It's limited to 500 pieces. It's also a platinum version, yeah. uh, which you can find online uh, on the secondary market. I found two of these. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's quite a rare, rare watch. And um, I opted for, instead of the Kroko band, I'm not really crazy about Kroko bands on watches. Uh, I had this, uh, I bought this Casa Fagliana, uh, the Argentinian bootmaker, And of course, with a a watch that came from Polo in 1931. Makes sense. Of course, they are working with uh, Polo boot makers. I bought the the blue one, which I will change so you can have a look at it. Yeah. Um, it's a grown-up watch, if you like. Um, I've always wanted a Reverso, but it takes a lot of research, and I think the dilemma is the same for a Cartier tank. Mm -hmm. Either it's too small, it's too big. I think this size which is also introduced in 2001 with this watch, is the extra-large uh, case. Um, it's, it's, a perfect, uh, it's a perfect size reverso. I was thinking about changing this into a C-clasp instead of the folded clasp, simply because it's, it's a lot of gold. But uh, it, you need to keep it heavy all the way around, heavy all the way around, because otherwise it tends to become top-heavy. If you like. You're really enthusiastic about a watch. Yes, I about see, this one. I, I see you with a lot of watches, but 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 uh, I can't recall you were such in such a good mood. Yeah, it, it really, I think it's an uh, it's a great eye opener for you. To yeah, have this one. it is. It is. I'm not saying it's it's a one watch collection, but no, it's my first reverso. Uh, so, okay. Wow. I think we're nearing the end, and please share with us your thoughts on the new Riviera uh, Bowman Marché, the moon face. Yeah. Maybe the Tissot is of your liking. Yeah. And what do you think of a 2001 Reverso that Christian just purchased? Please share it with us and we will. We love to read the comments and we will definitely get back to you. What do you think about the Speedmaster Chime? Ah, don't forget that. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much. Bye bye. bye. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.